This podcast is part of the Podcast Arcade Network. Welcome to the You Choose Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Please take a moment, pause this podcast right now, and share it with someone you think would find this podcast interesting. We would really appreciate it. Please go to youchoosepodcast.com. That's the letter U, choosepodcast.com, and find the different ways that you can connect with us and how you can be part of the live event. And without further ado, let's get into the adventure you choose. We have a special anniversary edition of the You Choose podcast, and we're just throwing everything in the mix. We've got the Grolux guys here tonight because it's their, Randy, uh, fill us in, it's the eighth anniversary of Grolux? Right. It is our eighth birthday anniversary podcast. Birthday anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Eight years we've been yep. doing Grolix podcast. And yep. we're going to be like, Oprah, you don't get a car. You don't get a car because we're poor podcasters. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. our it's our eighth anniversary celebrating six years of quality That's podcasting. That's right. <laughs> how, do we want, how do we want to, uh, how do we want to celebrate it? We want to celebrate it by reading um, fair use books <laughs> to you. That's how we want to do it. That's that's, that's our present to that's ourselves. That's what the budget allowed. And the you. budget allowed that. What better, what better way to say I love you than with the gift of free use yes. books? Oh, <laughs> Fair Matthew use books. Downs is in the the chat. He's uh, does the kids and comics podcast. Matt, Maddie yeah. Double D's. Yeah. Sorry, I gotta stop saying that. <laughs> you say that you've said that for about a month. Uh, You're gonna stop saying that. So what what the plan is is we're going to mix our what we're, what our podcasts do, and so we're going to do a choose your adventure book with the the Grolix guys and gals, and then we're going to do a mashup on the Grolix side. So we're gonna do a little bit of both. We're gonna have a, a smorgasbord. This is actually a three-way mashup because, uh, yeah, we're all from Garlic's podcast, but we're going to borrow a, kind of the premise of our spinoff film podcast, the Garlic Cinematic Universe. So, yeah, it's getting all kinds of weird. Okay, it is. <laughs> I feel this like may... I'm ready. What are you guys? Yeah, doing? Wake up! Wake Come up. on! Come on! This, this may be the best or the worst idea ever, <laughs> yes. as far as combining our shows. We'll, we'll see how this the best plays worst out. idea ever. Ew, you got Grolix in my YouTube. No, you got no. <laughs> you got YouTube in my Grolix. YouTube <laughs> does sound like a gum, so oh. it's like, what? what? What did I just pick out of this gum? Hey, listen, if anybody paid attention to our proof, Rock and Schmidt, do we have time to quick sneak? Ra- Randy and Science Pimp, have you seen our proof, Rock and Schmidt promo? Oh, no. They, nope. they need a little backstory okay. for. Proof Rock well, and Schmidt. Yeah. Lee, Lee, you give them a little backstory while so, I fire up the in video. In one of the first episodes that we did, it was the Choose Your Adventure book called Who Killed Harlow Thrombe? And Harlow, Harlow Thrombe. That's a and title. It was yeah, a, right? uh, the characters in there, one of the detectives was Proof Rock, and another one was Schmidt. And they were both kind of bumbling detectives. And so Eddie came up with the idea of a 70s tag team detective duo called proof rock and schmidt and that's where it came from aka not yeah matt matt just hit it knives out the uh character on there the knives out movie is loosely very loosely based upon that choose your own adventure book (laughs) yeah oh and so that so then we unaffiliated with knives out decided to make our own characters like a spinoff you know parody of these characters 
uh, with the help of Al Garrison from Oma Comics. And uh, real quick, 30 seconds, just for everybody, just for fun. Why not? Here we go. Two cops who just can't catch a break. One can see ghosts. The other lives with his mom. Proofrock and Schmidt. Tune in and join them on their far-out adventures. Join Proofrock and Schmidt as they topple crime bosses, defeat the cyborg Gypsy King, get Schmidt's mom to give him his own room. Come on, Mom. Schmitty, I need that for my sewing room. Proofrock and Schmidt. There you go. Really. Wait, does the proof rock is in the pudding? <laughs> oh, some high, that's some high quality Schmidt right there. <laughs> I like that one. Where we're, where we're getting at with you choose is uh, you, the viewer, are going to help us steer this. Not all, there's five of us yeah. in this podcast tonight. Mm-hmm. The five of us are your captains and co captains, and it's you who are going to help us choose the adventure. So we're going to read something. I think we're all going to take turns yes. here. That's going yes. to be crazy. Why don't, oh, we for, are. The, okay. for the listener later, why don't we uh, introduce ourselves just real quick so that they know each other's voice and so we can, whoever's reading, they can kind of, oh, that's Jesse or that's Randy or whatever. So so I'm Lee with the You Choose podcast. Yeah. So how about you, Eddie? I'm Eddie with the You Choose podcast. Are we just going down? Yeah, let's just go down. down. Oh, the, oh, we're going down the yeah, Brady Bunch thing. Brady Bunch. All right, then I am, I am Jesse with the Grawlix podcast. I'm Randy with the Grawlix podcast. And I am Melanie, a.k.a. Science Pimp, with the Grawlix podcast. Yeah. Yes. I was going to say there was that slight hesitation. <laughs> I was wondering if you're debating whether you should just go Science Pimp or not. The heart of the Grawlix podcast. Yeah. Or as they say, or as they say in Mexico... <laughs> El Pimpo decides. <laughs> <laughs> so we tried to come up with a, a, a horror genre for for this one. So the horror of High Ridge. We'll see. I've never done read this one. I have no knowledge of this one at all. So this is all new for me. I don't know. Anybody else read well, this apparently one? Apparently this book wasn't it wasn't well received because yeah. it already started. <laughs> get, get rid of this book. We don't want this one. <laughs> we don't want this one. So, all right. So let's get in. This is a new one. I've never heard of this. This one, one the I've, I'll the be honest. Illustrator this... is Paul Granger. Paul Granger did a lot of Edward Packard's books, like uh, mm-hmm. Mystery of Chimney Rock, I think T- Cave of Time, several others. So his illustrations will look familiar. But uh, let's just get into this one. Let's see, this one was number twenty-three in the series, written in nineteen eighty-three. So this one's one Man. of the newer ones, or not one of the older ones. Sorry. Yeah, number 29. So pretty early in the series. Typical warning. And here we are in typical nine-year-old freckled face fashion reading a book. What? (laughs) With our feet up on the ottoman? Oh, what a bad 80s. Wearing a turtleneck. But but look at this. We're apparently Amish. We're reading by an oil oil lamp. Kerosene lamp. Isn't isn't that how you read every every night at home, Jesse? You get your kerosene lamp out and yeah, this is why I have so many pairs of glasses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man. So this is 
this is this is the most snobbish of readers. It's like you're not, you know, are you really reading the the works of Edgar Rice Burroughs if you're not reading it by a gas lamp? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> snobbish. There's a book hipster. Yes. Says G- Ginger J. Leno here. <laughs> All right, so I'll read the that I'll read the first page, Ooh. and right. then uh, then we'll go from there and get to our first decision here. So, you are standing at the window of your cabin, looking out onto the street. But in the illustration, we're sitting, so I don't. Okay. The waning moon. What's happening? The waning moon shines quietly over High Ridge. It reflects on the frost beginning to form the giving each building a small mountain town a glowing outline earlier that evening you said goodnight to your friend ricardo and lisa who have been spending the summer with you searching for your great aunt great uncle rush's buried fortune then you settled down into your favorite part okay so now we're getting into it favorite parlor chair parlor chair now randy do you have a parlor chair at your house uh yes (laughs) And there's <laughs> there are no lamps. There are only there are only uh you know yeah uh, old what is that? What kind of lamp? Kerosene, kerosene, lamp, yeah, kerosene or like oil. Yeah. yeah, no electricity. Who in that comes room. into a room and says, "You know yeah. what this room needs? A parlor chair <laughs> and, and kerosene." kerosene. You know, <laughs> I actually do. I do this have a reading kerosene. chair set aside. It pretty much just holds coats. <laughs> but I do have a chair that is my. I call it the reading okay. chair. It doesn't get it doesn't used. Get used. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Then you. It's because Randy doesn't know how to read. Randy, that's what I've never oh, how to no. read. We're gonna find it's that out. Only because he doesn't have a lamp. Car- <laughs> yeah, he's a. Re- he only. Yeah. I'll, I'll only read by kerosene. That's it. That's all. Yeah. That's it. That's right. Uh, I'm all out of kerosene. <laughs> I came to read. Read. Choose your own adventure. <laughs> by kerosene, and I'm all out of. Okay. Kerosene. So. so for Randy's birthday, everybody on the Grolics, you have to give Randy a big bottle of kerosene. Like, there we go. Oh, <laughs> I feel like you shouldn't do that. It's going to go on the reading chair. This is not- <laughs> With all those all coats. Those coats. <laughs> no, Randy Randy puts on his Ukraine flag and goes makes Molotov coffee cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> for the war effort. Oh, man. For the yeah. war effort. <laughs> All right. Then you settle down in your favorite parlor chair with an obscure volume of High Ridge history. You hope this book will give you some clues to the whereabouts of the fortune. After a few hours, you dozed Love off. It. Then a sound started startled you awake. You jumped to the window and looked out. At first, you heard nothing. You're beginning to wonder if you imagined it. Then the sound that woke you, a moaning scarier than any sound you've ever heard, begins again. I don't like this, you say to yourself, thinking of the history of High Ridge. <laughs> you know who does? You've just read that 100 years ago, and again, 50 years ago, something happened in High Ridge so horrible that most people won't talk about it. And the accounts of those who do are very different. The links between both incidences are horrible moans and disappearances or ghastly deaths of town residents. You hop back into your chair and pull the blanket over your head. Just as your pounding heart Ooh. slows to normal, you are startled by a nearby scream. You whip off the blanket. It's Lisa. The screaming stops. Dang it, Lisa. Lisa laughs with relief. Oh, it's you. With the blanket over your head, I thought you were a ghost. I woke up when <laughs> I heard a noise. She points to your book, where it landed on the floor when you jumped up. Ricardo comes running in. What's going on? I heard a scream. 
All right. Eddie, you want to take over on page three? I shall. Then the moaning. By the way, I want to take bets on how soon we betray Ricardo or Lisa. Or yes. Lisa. We're yeah. going to stab one of them. One in the of back. our friends is getting. Yeah, I already someone... have. <laughs> yeah. Lisa's out of line. Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Yeah. Is this Lisa Bonet? Who is this? Yeah. You're like, you thought I was a ghost? I'm going to turn, turn you into a real ghost right now. Then the moaning starts again. Lisa and Ricardo run to the window. It's a total Ricardo move, too. <laughs> What's that? They shout together. I heard it a minute ago. I don't know what it is, but I don't like it. Let's go find out what it is, suggests Ricardo. Are you crazy, cries Lisa. Listen to it. It's scary. We have, we've got two friends who have wildly different tolerances for, for spookiness. Well, sure is. That's what makes it fun. I say let's leave the cabin and see what it is. Not me, says Lisa. I don't want to go tramping around in the dark looking for whatever. <laughs> tramping. Too late. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's some Grawlix shade at the... <laughs> Around in the dark, looking for whatever is making that horrible sound. Both of them turn to look at you. Hold it, you two. Before we make a decision, I need to douse Ricardo in kerosene and light him on fire. <laughs> I have to tell you what I've been reading. Reading, Lisa asks. Reading? reading? <laughs> nerd. She's like, What's nerd. That? What's that? Yeah. What is this? A book report, Ricardo asks? Wow. No, wait, you say a little angrily. This is important. I've been reading this book, High Ridge, an oral history. Uh, it's mostly a lot of ghost stories told by old timers. Some of the ghosts are Indians. Some are prospectors. This was the 80s, kids. It's not yeah, cultural. Right, right. 1983. <laughs> right. Some are, they, they mentioned gypsies in the last book, and I was like, listen, we just got to roll with this. Um, some are prospectors. Again, offensive prospectors. They founded the town, remember? So what? Quiet, Ricardo, Lisa says. Go on. I want to hear more. The stories about what happens with the ghosts are conflicting. Some say the prospector ghosts kill the indian ghosts wow can ghost ghost on wow. ghost violence yeah. this is crazy whoa mm -hmm. like high ridge it's not just a cheech and chong movie anymore <laughs> in some of it's the other way around and in some both kinds of ghosts kill actually kill townspeople but that's all hooey ricardo says <laughs> even if you believe in ghosts what does it have to do with us all the stories have one thing in common you answer they all talk about horrible moans, just like the ones we're hearing. Just then, as if on cue, a moan drifts into the cabin. Everyone is silent for a moment. Then Ricardo says, well, I'm ready to look around, if you are. He doesn't sound quite as certain as he did before. Lisa, though, sounds surer than before. Not me, she says curtly. Here we go, everybody. All right. If you decide you'd rather stay in the cabin and try to ignore whatever is moaning outside, turn to page six. If you decide to investigate the eerie sounds, turn to the next page. Mm. So there you go, viewers. L stay there. Listen to Lisa and just read your <laughs> book. <laughs> Let them scream at everything that wears a sheet on its head. Right. Make fun this, of you for reading. This right. is an interesting premise with a horror book because I feel vulnerable 
the viewers get to decide. Our fate is in their hands. <laughs> okay, yeah. so so we got two Matt votes says for to investigate. Here. By the way, we'll Ben and Al from Omega Comics are in the chat. Shout out to those guys. Yep. So and investigate. We got it. We we got a majority on that one. So I say we just I think go so. with the investigate. Yeah. So it's next page then. Being curious and investigating so, never killed yeah. anyone. <laughs> never killed anyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, Jesse, do you want to so take Jesse, you want to take us to the page? Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Yeah, we'll just keep on keeping on. Let's go, you announce. I really <laughs> don't I really don't think there's uh anything too awful out there. You're kidding, says Lisa. Come on, Lisa, you don't believe in ghosts and spooks and stuff like that, do you? It's probably just some kid practicing for Halloween. <laughs> That's what I do. I practice every. every you, know, you can't let Halloween just sneak up on you. You got to practice. Be, you can't be not ready. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious! But you're not oh. moaning practice. Right, you're right. How do you how do you miss out on moaning practice? Uh, or or it's a rusty gate swinging in the wind. Maybe it's not Halloween practice. Maybe it's a gate, a rusty gate. Lisa is really upset now. And yes, I do believe in ghosts. At least I don't disbelieve in them. I'm not going to go out there. Lisa crosses her arms and turns away. Ricardo, don't just sit there. Help me talk some Lisa, some Lisa sense. <laughs> Help me talk some sense into Lisa. Lisa, Lisa sense. Lisa's <laughs> a financial advising firm. It's the Lisa you could do for me. Oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what you, that's the kind of gems you're yeah. missing out Go on. Go to the Grolix podcast. <laughs> You'll hear those all night long. All night long. <laughs> yep. We we get to claim that magic. Um, oh. <laughs> there's no wind, Ricardo says gravely. Huh? I said there's no wind. What does that have to do with anything? That means it can't be a creaky gate. Ha! Lisa faces you again. I told you so. Ricardo, that's not much help. You stop in cons you stop in consternation. You don't know what to do. Everybody is silent for a few minutes. Finally, you have an idea. <laughs> Finally. But before you can say anything, you smell that kerosene. <laughs> and then the room plunges smell. into darkness. All right, page nine. Ooh. Oh, we're going to page nine. Okay. Don't panic, anybody. It's only the lamp. It just ran out of kerosene. Oh. This is a you know this is a real trend. This kerosene is um, not reliable. Yes. It's like electric cars. <laughs> I've, I've heard. I don't know. Turn <laughs> your windshield wipers. You'll be fine. Oh, okay. Why don't you get electricity like everybody else? Lisa sounds really angry. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo is chuckling to himself. I told you, you reply angrily. I like the old time feel of the cabin the way it is. It's just like when it was my great uncle. Oh man. How are we nine years old? How are we nine years old and six years old? I don't know. He's gonna walk around the house with a pipe and a robe. You know who this is? This is Al Garrison at nine years old. This is who he would be. <laughs> He'd be like, no, man, no electricity in this car. There's no wi Wi-Fi? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, Al Garrison. Rusty gate. Maybe it's just the sound guard. Uh, I think that's a rusty I think that's a rusty cage. Uh, that, rusty cage. Yeah, Al. yeah that's uh, not a not that's a gate. A swing. That's a yeah. mess there. Um 
yeah, it it just wouldn't be the same with electricity, which I think is kind of the yeah. point. Um, <laughs> except for the darkness in the cabin, everything is as it was before. You've forgotten what you were going to say. Then out of the blackness comes the moaning sound. Your chest feels cold, which means you should go to the doctor. Um, you hear another noise mixed in with the with the moans. D- do you hear that? You whisper. What? The moans? Lisa asks, and apparently she stutters now. Shh, says Ricardo. Yes, I hear it too. Cries for help. I hear it now, Lisa says after a pause. Let's go. Okay. Randy, do you want to take over page 11 there? Page 11, sure. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry, I have it on two screens. All right. You all run you all run to your rooms and hastily dress in warm clothes. The night air is cold in the morning in the mountains. As you race out the door, you suddenly realize you don't know where you're going or what you're doing. Wait a ah, minute. The, the theme of this podcast. <laughs> what are we doing? We're yeah, that's that's like five minutes before our live stream every week. <laughs> we're going to help whoever is we're going to help whoever's calling for help. Wait. Yeah. Okay, that's we're going to help whoever's calling for help, of course, responds Lisa. What about the ghosts, you ask? Remember the stories? Ah, uh, they're just stories, Ricardo says. But maybe we should climb the church tower first and look the town over. Well, that escalated quickly. That sounds like Ricardo's just been waiting the whole weekend for like, well, I'm going to climb climbing. the church tower. The first chance I get, <laughs> I'm climbing that church. Uh, I wonder if maybe we shouldn't go over to Mr. Phillips' house first. Who's he, Lisa asks. The unofficial town historian. <laughs> It really bugs the official town historian. (laughs) (laughs) He's lived here all his life and knows everything about High Ridge. He's also our nearest neighbor. Convenient. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Three decisions. If you decide, if you decide to respond to the cries for okay, we can we can respond to the cries for help, climb the church tower like Ricardo wants to, or head (laughs) over to Mr. Phillips, the unofficial town historian. All right. So three options, not just two, three. I, I feel Man. like it's either help somebody or go just do whatever you want to do. Do a totally different, <laughs> unhelpful thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like or going to a saloon. saloon. Is it yes. open? Ooh, Is it over nine? I feel like it's open. <laughs> yeah. Do you, well, you, put, you your, know. put your head on the end of a shovel handle and run around in circles on the ground. Ooh. Ooh. Drunk people drop money. Yeah. There you go. I can't tell you how I know that. <laughs> That's true. All right. So... Oh, we got respond some... to the cries for help. Climb the church tower or head to Mister Phillips. So we got some in the chat here. Let's see. Climb the church tower, Matt. Go to Mister Phillips <laughs> and see his skin lampshades. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that escalated with skin lampshades. Oh, then Al says visit the strange man. Yeah, yeah. All right, that's Mister Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> never ki- visiting the strange men <laughs> no, claiming to be unofficial experts never killed a nine-year-old yep yeah we're not dead once. not once <laughs> so that's page 27 so mr phillips all right so page 27 are you up for this science pimp 
Uh, yeah, hold on, I okay, gotta get there. No problem. I'm on a I'm on a little Chromebook, so it's slow and takes That's a okay. No, you're good. I'm going okay. off a flip phone myself. We're, on this we're one, visiting so. a strange man that will probably kill us anyway. We're nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're nine. Seems like the least helpful. If somebody's actually crying for help, like at least maybe on the on the church tower, you could like spot them. Yeah. But no, we're gonna go talk to some guy about town yeah. history. <laughs> yeah, I, I got time to help you out. I gotta go talk. I gotta talk history. Uh, sorry, you just gotta wait. I heard ghosts kill ghosts. Now I have to know all about ghosts killing ghosts. Ghosts killing ghosts. They really should have led with that on the on, <laughs> on the title of this, like the horror of High Ridge: ghosts killing ghosts. The story, uh, oral, the oral history by two copies. <laughs> yes. Okay, let's go over to Mr. Phillips' house. You announce. What about the cries for help? I don't know, Lisa. I don't like any of our alternatives, including staying in the cabin. But the cries for help are coming from that way anyway. I think it would be a good. It would be good to stop in at Mr. Phillips' house. You pause, then say, "Maybe he's the one calling for help." Okay, I guess with Lisa's tentative approval, you set off. Although it is not far to your destination, it seems to take forever. It is as if the whole town is holding its breath and watching you walk down the street. As you approach the house, caution slows you down even further. Finally, the house appears. Suddenly, you stop dead in your tracks. Wait, did you see that? Yes, what do we do? Watch him, Ricardo says as he drops to the ground and crawls forward. You don't want to be left (laughs) behind, so you follow. Lisa bringing up the rear. What's happening? What is Why happening? is he army crawling suddenly? <laughs> I don't know if I trust Ricardo with yeah. much. <laughs> no. What page 32. do we go to? 32. 32. Oh, okay. Yeah, here we go. Uh, culturally sensitive illustration. Oh, wow. That's a, probably a ghost, right? Is that a ghost? Yeah, he looks see-through. I think so. All right. Is this is this you, uh, science pimp? I don't know. Is it? Well, yeah. Do you want to take this back? I don't have that same picture. I don't. Think. Oh, okay. It's, it might be you on scroll the down one more for the illustration. Yeah, it might be on. We're the doing okay. single page. Yeah. 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 Thirty-two. Yep. Yep. Okay. Sorry. An Indian moves Sorry, silently fine. around the house, peeking in the windows. As you are wondering how to get warning to mr phillips without giving yourself away the indian steps back suddenly and shoots an arrow through the side window then he disappears into the air as if he had never existed before you can stop her lisa runs to the house and flings open the door the silence is broken by her screams you rush to the house lisa stands by the door hands over her eyes mr phillips is sprawled on the floor an arrow in his chest his terror-stricken eyes are wide open he is dead wow yes wow so ghost arrows I was going to say, I wonder if the arrow disappeared when the ghost did, but apparently not. It's not. All right, page 34. I just want to timeline this. So we decided to go to his house. We didn't quite get to his house. Ricardo starts army crawling instantly. <laughs> yes. Right. <laughs> I feel and like we killed this man. I feel like we're responsible. I think for we that. might be. We, we brought the ghosts. I think so. Yep. Lee, is this you? Uh, Yeah, I can do this. You freeze, unable to move. As you stare at Mr. Phillips' body, you notice that the arrow is gradually disappearing until gone. 
You turn to Ricardo. Ghost arrows. You turn to Ricardo and Lisa. They've been watching the arrow too. Keep watching, says Ricardo. You wonder what he's talking about as you turn back to the corpse. The body is disappearing. A minute later, it vanishes completely. Now, now what? Wh- what? Le- whispers Lisa. Three decisions, everybody. Uh, Lisa. Yeah, what? Mr. Phillips was an unofficial ghost historian. <laughs> ghost Where am I going to get my... <laughs> this is ghost on ghost murder. Where am I going to get the oral wow. history of Horror Ridge? Dang it. Hey, they addressed Not my from a ghost. <laughs> they addressed They're my dead. Question. They do? They addressed the one question I had. The arrow disappeared. Uh, you did? Yeah. yeah. Good job. All right. Question or uh, yeah. decision Lisa's time. reality is upside down. If you right decide now. to go back to your house and hide there... Turn to page 71. So we're at Mr. Phillips' house. Is that right? Okay. Yep. If you decide that you must have information on what is happening, turn to page 101. Okay. If you decide to be safer to stay where you are, turn to page 83. So do we go back to our house, I guess, find more information, or do we just stay in Mr. Phillips' house? So there's your three options, viewers. What do we do? You gotta search his house for all his uh, screwdrivers and his headphones, yes. right? His kerosene, because it's all gonna be, it's all Phillips, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, you get the kerosene. Need more kerosene. I can't read these books without kerosene. One one oh one. It's the Gen Ed class. Oh, of, uh, you caught that? How ghosts can kill each other. <laughs> I'm glad this didn't get dark where they're like, man, Mr. Phillips' body. Can we get an axe? They're just moving on. They're just like, what should we do? Should we hide or should we look for some clues? Scooby? Do we chop, do we chop him up and bury him? Is that you hide the body in the basement? Ricardo. Ricardo, you went dark. Okay, so Matt says stay where we're, stay where we're at. You're not a ghost, so you can't, kill, you can't get killed. Okay. Clearly. He's got a point. He's got a point. Wrong. We've only witnessed ghost on ghost violence. <laughs> Unofficially investigating <laughs> ghost murders never hurt anybody. <laughs> Al, Al yeah. says, go get more information. So we got a vote for stay and a vote for go get more information. So we need somebody to. I love every answer is for a, for most part for the different thing, but they're all like, that never got anyone killed. Yeah. Never did. <laughs> That's that's the general that's the general gist. We need to probably uh, you choose coin this, don't we? Flip. Oh, get the info. Okay, so we're gonna get info. One oh one. So I think that's back to. All right. Back to, you want to go, Eddie, or do you want me to go? Back to me. I'll take it. I'll take it. One oh one. Ed's gonna go take aggressive page turns. One oh one education. One oh one. My you choose sense is tingling. Yes. It's not sounding good. But we haven't ditched our like we haven't ditched our friends thing. yet though, so at least not this Well, I'm telling you now, had we gone to the church bell tower, Ricardo would oh, have yeah. been killed. We would have pushed him right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Here, you wanted to claim this so bad. Enjoy. <laughs> the first step's a doozy. Right, Lisa just go. barges into places and yeah. screams. Yeah. Yeah. Uh here we go. We'd better leave, you say. What? Go out there again? Lisa is aghast. (laughs) Ricardo? Who, me? Ricardo gulps. I'll go anywhere or do anything, he says finally, but he doesn't look convincing. (laughs) I'll go anywhere or do anything. (laughs) A double dog dare you, Ricardo. That's on on Jesse's resume. (laughs) I'll go anywhere, I'll do anything. I'll do anything. 
Just hire me. I don't care anymore. I've got my master's degree in that. <laughs> Ooh, don't go anywhere and do anything. Um, let's go then, you say. I think we'd better try Ricardo's idea of climbing the oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to die. We oh, push no. him off. You moved hurriedly out the door, Ricardo behind you. After a pause, Lisa follows too. Turn to page 16. Right. So we're going to be climbing that tower one way or the other. They're not going to let us get away from that. <laughs> Ricardo no. always gets his way. Sometimes the choose your own adventure forces your hands. Jesse, I say you take this one. All right. 16, yep. right? Yep. All right. You lead the way to the church tower. The night air is cold on your face, which means you should go see a doctor. <laughs> you are warm, <laughs> but oh, you good. find yourself shivering nonetheless. See, still bad. Hypertension, kids. It's yeah, not yeah. a joke. Um, especially nine. when you're nine. <laughs> the moans. <laughs> you're nine moans. with high blood. <laughs> it's a real problem. It's a real problem back then. Yeah, I'm a cat. Back... I'm a nine. Oh, man. It's all that kerosene fumes. It, it causes your arteries That's to what close. It is. Or something, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. I'm a non-electrified cabin owning nine year old. My stress is through yeah. the roof. <laughs> man, I'm I can't imagine on. signing that lease. Man, that Elisa, Elisa, <laughs> yeah, the Elisa. The moans occur only once as you walk to the tower. That's it. Just one time. One, one time. scary moan. Uh, they're hollow sounding, not terribly loud, and you're unable to locate their source. The sound surrounds you. When the moans stop, you look at each other as if to say, what are we doing here? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> this, is, this is the only time we've stopped to do uh, that. <laughs> I didn't know the moans had a personality you... and just, okay, all right. Yeah. Oh, hey, the moaning Lisa. Oh, I don't know. Yes. Oh. I don't know what I'm doing there. You continue on, <laughs> however, and soon reach the tower. The church is open, because of course it is. Why would we have uh, any protection uh, from nine-year-olds climbing the tower yeah. in the yeah, dead of night? Why not? You climb the stairs hurriedly to the top. There's nothing to see, Lisa wails, frustrated. Keep looking on that side, Lisa, says Ricardo. There must be something. You all keep looking, but nothing appears. The red glow is not a fire. It's just a red glow over a small park on the north end of town. Except for the glow, everything seems normal until you hear footsteps coming up the tower stairs. The tread is slow, but steady. It does not sound human. <laughs> you realize with a start that the stairs are the only way out of the tower, except for jumping. <laughs> yeah! 35. Page 35. Oh, boy. We're going to push Ricardo off this tower yet. Ricardo <laughs> is not walking out of here alive. Someone's leaving a yeah. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do we do? Keep calm, Lisa, whispers Ricardo. I said really loudly. Keep calm. Are you kidding? <laughs> He's right, you say. Lisa, there's nothing we can do. You sound braver than you feel. The footsteps are much closer now. I guess we just face whoever it is. Or whatever. Oh, Ricardo. Lisa is almost in tears. Then the stair climber comes into view. It's neither a prospector nor an Indian. It's just a young man. Lisa plops down in relief. You and Ricardo let out a sigh, 
But then you notice that your visitor is a little unusual. For one thing, he's dressed in old-fashioned clothes. For another, he flickers, turning almost invisible at times. Oh. But the old clothes is really weird. Yeah. That's really yeah. weird. Got to wear a turtleneck and tuck in his pants, tuck in his shorts. <laughs> Shirts. Uh, Got to wear a belt. Yeah. Are there belt loops on yeah. those jeans? Yeah. Turtleneck and slacks. Yeah. yeah. Randy, you want to take this one? Which page are we on? 37. 37. 37. Who are you, you ask? What I am is... Oh, sorry. We didn't <laughs> I was reading off the screen. Okay. No, it's okay. What I am what I am is more appropriate, he answers. Well, what, stammers Ricardo? Don't be alarmed. I won't hurt you. I will try to help as long as I... I will try to help as I tried once before, but I don't suppose it will work now either. I guess you'd like the whole story. Hmm. No, just yeah. ramble to yourself yeah. about things we don't know about. <laughs> Please, tell me random... <laughs> Uh, you're not sure you would, but there doesn't seem to be a choice. Shortly after this town was founded, the visitor begins. Oh, so this is, you know, your typical exposition. Uh, dump okay. Ghost. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, some of the founding, uh, shortly before the town was founded, some of the founding prospectors came upon a group of Indians who were engaged in a re- religious ceremony. And I'm sure the prospectors were respectful <laughs> and left them alone. Sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, Wait, no, he, he continues on here. The prospectors were drunk <laughs> and were oh. frightened by the Indians. They went to the saloon. Yes, I knew we should have uh... gone. <laughs> they attacked and slaughtered them, desecrated their r- ritual objects, and ruined their sacred site, as you do. <laughs> 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 There's prospectors, after all. Uh, the rest of the Indian community retali- retaliate. Wow. Okay, here we go. Retaliate. They got revenge. <laughs> there you go. Perhaps because the interrupted ceremony was a burial ritual, the victims of both sides became spirits that haunt this town. Twice since then, the last time about 50 years ago, all the spirits reappeared and compelled by some horrible fo- force, killed one another over and over again. Oh, see? Mm. They're just killing ghost, other ghosts. Ghost on ghost violence. Over the spirit. Over the spirits hang a red glow. Whether the actions of the spirits cause the glow or the glow directs the actions, I don't know. All right, next page. <laughs> they move the gravestones, but not the graves. Sorry, I had okay. to read Matt's comment. <laughs> <laughs> but how do you fit in, interrupts Ricardo. As horrible as this grotesque and involuntary game is, there is something more horrible yet. When the spirits return to town, they are also compelled to kill people there. How horrible, Lisa exclaims. I think there's I think it's horrible. <laughs> it's just uh, horrible. <laughs> it might be horrible. <laughs> it's bad. It's real Is this bad. What happened to you, you ask? <laughs> It'd be so much better if he said no. He nah. just like, <laughs> he's like, no, I'm, I'm actually still alive, and this is just a weird light that I wear around my <laughs> neck. Yeah. Uh yes, he replies. The Indian chief appeared and asked me to help end the horror. I tried unsuccessfully. What were you supposed to do, Ricardo asks. The chief will have to tell you. I can stay here no longer. The last words drifted back to you as, before the, your terrified gaze, the speaker throws himself off the tower. Wow. Yeah, I knew it. Somebody, Somebody has to. to go over that tower. All right, page 41. And there's the, the illustration. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, look at that. Huh. All right. <laughs> Page 41. Do you want to take that one, Melanie? Yep. 
You all rush to the tower's edge. The spirit floats down, landing on his feet, and runs off toward the red glow. Well, that was lucky. Okay. That was terrible, says Lisa. We must help. How awful to be caught in such a horror. What if we fail, too, asks Ricardo. But we won't, says Lisa. We're special. Sure. (laughs) And there are three of us. Oh, Ooh, we outnumber the Lisa's ghosts. Lisa's a narcissist, everyone. Lisa thinks. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming uh, narcissist. Lisa's explanation isn't too convincing. You, too, would like to try to stop the horror, but you're also afraid of getting caught in it. That's pretty smart. Yes. Um, so we can decide to help stop what's happening, or we can think it's too dangerous. Okay. There we go. Right. So let us know in the chat what you want us to do. Do you want to help stop what's happening or you just throw up your hands and go home? <laughs> think it's too dangerous. It really is Listen, dangerous, guys. Is. Everyone says so. Right. It's horrible. It's terrible. We're going to have to sacrifice Ghost Ricardo. Ghost Ricardo's got to go. <laughs> ben Crane, sticking your nose where it doesn't belong never killed anyone. <laughs> There you go. Al, Screaming Narcissist was my band name in group therapy camp. (laughs) There you go. go. Help stop. We got some votes for helping stop, help stop. Stop, Kim. Going to 61. So we're going to help stop page 61. So that would be back to me, I think. 61. I came across this random illustration. We're burying our See? friend. Look at that. See? <laughs> We're going to do it. Oh. We're going to bury him. We know it's going to happen. We're actually lasting longer than I thought, so we're we're doing pretty good here. All right. We're doing pretty good here. I thought we'd be yeah, good. We should, we should be burying our friends. <laughs> I don't like it, but I must try to help stop the horror. I'm with you, Lisa says. Yeah. Me too, Ricardo chimes in. Well, great, you guys. Have any suggestions? I'm at a loss. I suppose we need the Indian chief. We can't just walk around looking for him. Wait, you cry. I just remembered something in the museum that's upstairs in the library. There's a statue of an Indian chief with a poem that nobody's ever figured out. I can't remember it, but it might have something to do with this. It sounds weird, but possible, says Ricardo. Shall we go to the museum and read the poem, you ask? Unless we try to find the real chief, says Lisa. Here's the choices. If you decide to go to the museum, turn to page 74. If you decide to look for the chief, turn to page 86. So museum or chief. Those are two options. Also, we clearly don't understand poems. Riddles, you have to figure out. Poems, you just enjoy because they're whimsical delights. (laughs) See, there you go. The more you know, the more you grow. Thank you. Yes, good point. Whimsical, whimsical delights was Jesse's yeah. nickname in pushing Ricardo out of a church bell tower. <laughs> okay, so it's actually an annual affair. So, so yeah. look for the chef. Come on, Matt. Was it? We found him. Uh, <laughs> no, Matt's just hungry. Yeah, yeah they had dinner. exactly. So, chief or museum. So we got one for each. So we need. So Ben voting on the read them poems. Is that what he's, that vote is, I think? Ben's a read the poem. We have two, one museum. So the museum and the poem is the same thing. 
and then look for the look for the chief. So two 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 museums and two chiefs. We got to flip oh, that coin. Man. Let me get the the coin flipper over here. Okay, so the Indian chief has a poem. So the chief and the poem are the same, right? No, the we chief, have, the the poems at the museum. It's the oh, chief's yeah. poem, but it's at the museum. Oh, yeah, the, or because you can't no, have them together. No, if you no put them together, no. then it might feel like a riddle, right? The, yeah, the chief, the, the chief goes, he probably doesn't remember. And, and Lee's busting out the, the you choose coin, so, so heads will go to the museum. Tails, we'll go see that chef. Right. Tails, going to see some chef. Oh, we'll go see the chief. Go and see the chief. <laughs> so that's page eighty six. Bork, bork, bork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh yeah. Here's the so eighty six. You said. Yep, we're yep. we're burying our friends. Yeah, you're right. I found the picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Ricardo. Uh, all right, eighty six. So, there are to read this. Awesome, or you... There are some awesome spoiler uh, illustrations I flipped through. And there really are. Yeah, like, yeah. I wanted. To, let's. I, I hope that. Yeah, happens. I know. That's the thing when you when you're getting these books, you would just. Oh, that's cool. I'm reading that. How do I get there? Right. Okay. Who's up? Is that you, Eddie? I think it's me. Let's find the chief. I see two problems, says Ricardo. Ricardo, <sighs> listen. You don't get paid for this. He's always throwing wrenches. One, we, we know that the Indian and the prospector ghost are both dangerous. Two, since we don't know exactly where to find the chief, we might run into the ghosts. What should we do, you ask? We just made a choice, yeah, Ricardo. Well, the best way to find the chief is to split up. Oh, oh, here we go. Which is a dumb idea. As for the ghosts, I think we should disguise ourselves as Indians or prospectors. Oh, no. Oh, no. Such a bad idea. This became a Scooby-Doo adventure that's racially inappropriate. (laughs) Quick, Lisa, be racist. (laughs) Oh, man. Um. I think we should disguise ourselves as Indians or prospectors. If we run into them, maybe they won't notice us. <laughs> Ricardo, that's a stupid idea. That's the next illustration is us burying Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ricardo, that's a stupid idea, responds Lisa. You are not so sure. <laughs> You're not so sure. So that last decision was like, go do this or go find the chief. And then that leads to go do this or... Or go dress up, or go find the chief in a real stupid way. Yeah. <laughs> if you decide, if you decide to follow Ricardo's idea and disguise yourselves, turn to page one hundred. If you agree with Lisa, turn to page one hundred eight. So we could cosplay as kids who think they know what they're doing and have electricity, or, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or we could light, or what? I don't even know what Lisa's plan is. Or we get the is. kerosene and light yeah. Ricardo on fire for having such a dumb idea. There it is. There it is. If you decide to light Ricardo on fire, turn to page 105. <laughs> We're going to need to go got, to the saloon. Gotta, that gotta, kind of, that, that gotta, stuff happens at the saloon. We got to... Yeah. We got one vote for disguise. I don't know what the uh, emoji was that Kim was trying to use there. Yeah, that emoji's not popping uh, up on. Maybe it's on here. I'll look on Facebook. Oh, that's probably. Oh, why. we got two votes for disguise. Well, I think we're disguising it then. <clears throat> disguise. Yep. These guys. Oh, there it is. Yep. yep. So 
That is Ricardo's oh, no. idea. You guys. 100. Mm. All right. All right, Jesse, Jesse, this is you. Page 100. Oh, good. 100. All right. Ricardo, I'm not sure what there is to your idea, but let's give it a try, you say. (laughs) (laughs) What do we do about costumes, Lisa wants to know. Now she's all in. Now she's like, but what about the costumes? (laughs) No problem, you answer. Back (laughs) Back at the cabin, there's a trunk filled with all kinds of old clothes. I'm sure we can find something to fit. How many... Nine-year-olds, have you been burying? Oh, man. Why do you have so many weird old clothes in a trunk? Oh, man. Super, says Ricardo. Come on. Oh, man. I like this idea. He chose this idea. (laughs) Quickly but cautiously, yes, because nothing could be scarier than the trunk of clothes you have at home. You make your way down the tower stairs and over to the cabin. Apparently, we've been in the tower this whole time. You find only three costumes that fit. Good. But luckily, they're Indian costumes. What does oh, that good. mean? So we are culturally yeah. sensitive. What does that mean? But luckily, they're Indian costumes. You gather in the parlor to decide how to best uh, how, how to best find the chief and conclude that the red glow is the best place to start. As you leave the cabin, you realize that the costumes aren't as warm as your regular clothes. It's cold outside says Lisa, winning the Captain Obvious Award. I guess we have no choice but to act like Indians. Let's go. Let's See, go. Man. Then the line... The I'm so line glad that... I got to read that page. <laughs> 102. Oh. There it is. Do I just finish yeah, this? Yeah, go ahead. Finish it off, Jesse. All right. Off. I hope this works, murmurs Lisa. You you are put to the test sooner than you'd hoped. As you turn down the next street, you spy a group of prospector ghosts surrounding the Howard place. They've seen us, Ricardo says. Come on, we can't run away now. Try to look as if we're going somewhere. You and Lisa follow. <laughs> as, as opposed to when we were actually going somewhere. I'm busy doing Indian things. Don't mind me. I'm just okay. going somewhere. Yeah. I'm just being busy. You and Lisa follow him rapidly down the street. As you get closer to the ghosts, you realize you're shivering. You don't know if it's from cold or fear. Then you're past them. They glanced at you but didn't seem to pay much attention, or so you thought. You see the ghosts grab both Ricardo and Lisa and feel a knife entering your back. As you fall to the ground, you wonder if it was the shivering that gave you away. Ghosts don't shiver, do they? The, the end. end. That's what gave you away. <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah that, that's yeah, what gave you the shivering. shivering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Ben says I feel an HR meeting for you choose and Grox tomorrow, <laughs> but I don't know. I think this no. story's all right. They culturally they dressed up like this. They culturally appropriated their outfits and look what happened. Yeah. Not good. And they got they got myrtle knifed. Yeah, knifed yeah. in the back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, or you got killed and Lisa and Ricardo are ghost slaves. That could be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Even Al, that was dark. I know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Really was. Well, we didn't stab yeah. our friends in the back, but the prospectors did. So I guess. Yeah. That's true. You know. We there lasted is... a lot longer oh, than yeah, I thought we were we going did. to. Yeah. 
I was kind of shocked. Yeah. Usually it's pretty quick. I didn't. So that was good. I didn't fun. mean that as a as a as a jab at our Grawlix friends. Normally you get a feel about half hour in, we're usually yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> so we we lived a lot longer, and we culturally appropriated some. <laughs> Oh my gosh. This I is mean, what I get for saying we should do a horror yeah, book. Well, hey. <laughs> that's okay. It's fine. This cover makes more sense, but then you you got your hands around your friends, you're like, I'm gonna get my friends murdered. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Still want to bury our friends. And then there's we, the... we didn't get to do that. So that's what the good thing about these books is you can go through them again. So all right. Read through number two. Yep, we'll do it again. Well All right, Grolix guys. So let everybody know what we're going to do. So uh, I'll hand it over to Jesse in a second. But Jesse come up with an idea that basically take our Grolic Cinematic Universe concept, which is a spinoff show that sometimes happened. There hasn't been an episode for a while. But in which we'd review a couple of movies and then pitch a shared uh, cinematic universe of those movies. And so the fun is sometimes you pick movies that are similar Sometimes you pick movies that are very different, and that makes creating a mashup all the more fun. Hey, Cinematic hey. Universe. Um, I regret doing that. I feel like a real nerd now. So, uh, Good. I love it. But Jesse had the idea of, since your guys' show is so like interactive, um, we'll gamify it somehow, okay. and I'll, I'll hand it over to Jesse. Okay, so uh, that's basically what we're going to do is we're basically going to take um, two movies and mash them up. And each each uh, show got to pick two movies, right? <laughs> and they're going to create a pitch. And uh, so it's it's basically we're, we're taking the premise of Grox and a Mac Universe and the game Pitch Storm. If you've ever played it, it's it's got a similar dynamic to like Cards Against Humanity or any of these uh, party games where – there's a judge, and so you have to convince the judge. So in true you choose fashion, the audience are the oh, judges. Okay. So we're going to give you two different pitches. Uh, the Grolix team has chosen two movies. The you choose team has chosen two movies. Uh, we're going to mash them up. We're going to pitch them at you, and uh, you you have to make the unfortunate uh, decision of uh, who's, who's uh, hard work has been all for naught. That's right. Viewers <laughs> whose whose dreams of being a scriptwriter are about to get summarily crushed. About to viewers are studio executives. <laughs> get Ricardo about yes. to sink yeah. about to sink millions on a guaranteed. As long as you run into the room and scream like Lisa does and find it. You can Ricardo all you want in the chat because I'll just read it as a whisper. <laughs> so which team is gonna go first and are we both are are both teams gonna announce the movies we're mashing up first, or are we gonna like reveal when we do we our? We should pitches? reveal. I, I like the okay, idea of just reveal it. Yeah, yeah. I say Grolix goes first. This is your guys' your jam. Okay. Realm here. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I know the pitch for. I know our pitch uh, was uh, Melanie kicked off the brainstorm, and I know Jesse added a whole bunch to it, uh, and then you know. We'll, we'll probably add a little bit as we go, but well, we'll let you pitch. We'll like, should we back out? I think we should back out and let you guys pitch to the audience. And no, then we'll come see, in after half the, the fun though is reaction. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. All right. I mean, if I'm you there. guys, if you guys, if, if it inspires an idea, you want to like throw out some suggestions too. I mean, it's, it's going to strengthen 
strengthen our yeah it's pitch, gonna work but in our favor you're welcome so. to do so <laughs> okay <laughs> so jesse picked the movies what all right movies? so i'll reveal i'll reveal what we're mashing up here um and 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 melanie you can kick into your part and then we'll we'll kind of mm -hmm. ping pong with additional details we'll start spitballing. does it sound good yep all right okay so we are mashing up because uh you know choose your own adventure books are so 80s we're taking two 80s icons and we're going to just put them together in a way you probably won't see coming. And that is we're going to take the never ending story, Ooh. which is what some of these choose your own adventure books feel like, because you can go for a whole hour and not kill your friends. Uh, so that's <laughs> movie number one. Movie number two is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah. Can it be done? Can it? Can it be done? We're crazy. I submit that it can be done, and we shall. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. It's great. Um, and I just figured to work off the similarities. Uh, so it starts with Bastion. You know, he's a young boy who's lost his mom, and he's having trouble in school and kind of just life in general. And then one day he finds this magical book, and it pulls him into a story and takes him on big adventures and he gets to make friends and uh you know meet people and then it makes him the hero of the story by teaching him that um I hold on I totally that word is like just dropped out of my mind <laughs> um I'm sorry that there's nothing to be afraid of <laughs> because isn't that yeah. the whole thing in the okay right the nothing um, the nothing yep oh Man, sorry that that, that with, with, yeah. with hope he can uh rebuild fantasia and have you know a good life for himself she's sorry she forgot hope existed for a moment <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I forgot about hope that's that's, 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 that's not a science thing is it <laughs> <laughs> okay um so but it's it is also still the never-ending story so it has to go on and it does the never-ending story it goes on it continues helping other children and then one day it runs into these two teenage boys who have lost their mothers and are having some problems in life and with school and then you know they're not really big readers, though, so the book has to morph into something else, you know, to uh, okay. you know, take them on their adventure, and it does. And, you know, they go and they meet people and learn life lessons and whatnot, and uh, then they become the heroes of their story by uh, learning to have hope that they can pass their test and, uh, you know, save the future. I think the never ending story should take the form of like a rock album or something <laughs> for these two boys that we have not named yet. A rock opera, uh, a rock opera. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hey, Jesse, what ideas did you have to throw into this? Okay. So now, now that you've gotten this, this thing, you're starting to grok. You're starting to grok the meta-ness of this, that the never ending story has to keep continuing, right? Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. 
so, so here we go. Here we go. Start connecting dots. Start putting pegs on the wall. Start connecting strings because, because, because this is not a movie anymore, friends. I need you to take some tinfoil out, make a hat, protect your brains, <laughs> because here we go. Here we go. N the never ending story isn't just about Bastion. It needs to keep going. And here's the problem. You have to pass it off to another child. Now, we know that Bill and Ted, the dynamic duo that they are, for, you know, I mean, maybe he's not the sharpest tack in the drawer, but uh, Bill S. Preston Esquire, he is clearly the brains of the duo, right? Mm -hmm. uh, whereas Ted Theodore Logan, a.k.a. Keanu Reeves, is, uh, or Reeve? Reeves. <laughs> he is the heart. The accident. He has accidental brilliance right so whenever ted just talks he's suddenly bill is like good thinking ted and then they do whatever it is that keanu said in the first place you notice yes. that i keep saying keanu because this isn't even about bill and ted this is about keanu reeves because the never-ending story is just trying to get a hold of keanu reeves that's why <laughs> the next movie that we think about keanu reeves in is also a simulation so it's a simulation inside of a simulation inside of a simulation because we're in the matrix and it's getting darker because the nothing wants nothing more than to make sure that bill and ted don't pass their history exam that the humans are enslaved by robots and we get to the point, we get to the point where Keanu Reeves' movies are so dark, they start with killing puppies. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that is the nothing. That's the nothing just absorbing Keanu Reeves' entire life and our whole cinematic experience. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to the title of this conspiracy theory, which is Our Never-Ending Keanu. Yeah. So the so you're saying Jesse, the opening scene in this movie is like UHF, where uh, Raul's Wild Kingdom throwing puppies out windows. Yes, except we're all screwed. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> so it starts with John Wick. No, that's where we're at oh. now. If no, okay, okay. And so Bastion is actually the architect in the Matrix, and this is his last chance to try to get Keanu to see reason. If you reboot the Matrix, we're just doing this story again, Keanu. You have to tear it down. You have to become the never-ending story. So, so wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> So your Bill and Ted never-ending story mashup, one plus one equals Matrix? I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense, but maybe. This isn't even a movie, guys. This is real life. Okay. Uh, I, I love this. Executive producer viewers, it's going to be expensive. I don't know how we produce this. It's going to be an expensive cinematic universe. It's apparently just the universe now. Yep. Yeah, the nothing got Bill. He's a vampire in some other movie. <laughs> mm -hmm. No! And then he goes uh, on to direct uh, direct uh, independent films and documentaries. Yeah. Less yes. cool. Yeah. He had to face the music. Uh, oh, that was a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I applaud the pitch. I feel I feel like I feel like those were two wildly different yeah. pitches that weren't necessarily okay. That's but okay. were they? But were they really? I had a question. What happened to the horse? You know what happened Whoa. to the horse? We don't Al. want to know. How, wait. He's, 
Say his name. Nothing's now. killing puppies right How at the beginning. How did we miss Neverending Story and the Wild Stallions? How did we miss that link? Oh man! Right, oh, all yeah. the wild art taxes. Oh, Dead art yeah. taxes. <laughs> um, <laughs> we were gonna need it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> dead art axe. <laughs> oh man, it's been a while since I did a Grolic Cinematic Universe. I feel like that's maybe a little more convoluted than we usually get, but there you go. Yeah, it's it's fun. <laughs> I mean, it's all right. That's we're kind of witnessing that with Marvel now, right? It just becomes so big; it's just swallowing yes, up other yeah, franchises. Yeah. yeah, it just doesn't yeah, matter. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter. Like that. Like that vampire movie came out, nobody even heard about it. Oh, Morbius! <laughs> Did that actually come out? Morbius, it's, it's coming. It's, yeah, yeah, it's coming. Okay, I thought it was already oh, in no. theaters. Now, nobody's still, nobody's still gonna know about and it. And eventually, <laughs> everything's just gonna have uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it, anyways. So that's true. This is just the Keanu Reeves version of that. Who would direct CGI James Dean? He's not. A, he, we're not even put him on the on the screen anymore. He's directing. Yeah, Maddie D asked who would direct James Dean. The nothing. The nothing. The C- CGI, James. Oh, CGI James. Oh, Hologram. That's an ongoing the wild, thing. The wild stallions that refuse to pull themselves out of the quicksand. Mm. Oh. Yeah. That's, we end up, that's how we end up with Matrix. It's oh, a little man. dark. <laughs> All right. I actually really like that turn for it. It's not a franchise. It's <laughs> one movie because they just let themselves die in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> wild stallions don't really rule anymore. Uh. And it all ends in ghost on ghost violence. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. <laughs> we got wild stallions fighting our taxes. They look like such strong hands. Yeah. Good strong. Good strong hands. That's funny. <laughs> oh, man. Bogus. Uh, oh, yeah. What's it? Most not triumphant. No, yeah, most not triumphant. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hey, what about you guys? What movies did hey! you guys pick? Surely it's not anything that's going to be like potentially offensive. <laughs> you, oh, it won't be offensive in the least. <laughs> Lead me to yeah, start it was your idea, one. so you start off. <laughs> I got to prep for this one. It was actually uh, a pretty good idea. Get ready for it. Here we go. Oh, there we go. Oh, we'll do what we can. I got to do the thing, Jesse, with the, with the pitch storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to do the voice and everything? This is going to get real offensive. All right. Clear your heads. You heard of all these things. The times today, they suck it. It's horrible. There's disease and famine. What do you want to do? You want to go back. You want to go back to the, the past. Back in time with the time machine. You want to live the 80s again. You want to live the, ni- the 90s again. We're going to combine the hit franchise, the hit movie, Back to the Future. With the faith epic, Jesus of Nazareth. We're going to combine these two epic films together in a time, adventure, friendship, bonding of sacrifice that will blow your mind. Picture, if you will, punk kid in the 80s, hanging out with some old guy. We don't ask questions. And then, <laughs> we don't ask why. And then the old guy says, meet me at the mall at one in the morning. And he's like, cool. <laughs> I'll do it on my skateboard because that's what we do. It's 1984, 85, whatever. I'll ride a skateboard to the mall. It's 1 a.m. I'm sleepy. I got the Van Halens in my ears. I go down <laughs> and he says, hey, what if we witnessed the birth of Christ? 
And right when he said that, the Libyans show up and start shooting at him. And he's like, let's go. So then they go back in time to the birth of Christ. And they're like, we're stuck. I oh, thought no. I'd be stuck in the 50s, Doc. No, we're back here at the beginning of it all. And Marty is the kid's name. He's the punk kid. He goes, I'm going to go talk to some people. He goes, don't do it. You'll mess up the timelines. <laughs> Marty goes and talks to a guy named Joe. <laughs> and Joe's like, I can't be late. To my, my, my wife's giving birth to a baby. And he's like, no, he's got to hang out. He makes Joe late. <laughs> he makes Joe late. And Jesus is born without a dad. He's a single mom. Again? Jesus. <laughs> He's a single <laughs> <Again>. mom. <laughs> and Jesus is like, I don't have any friends. I have a single mom. It's a life is hard. And then Marty becomes friends with Jesus. They have a time machine. They can go back and forth. Then he's friends with Jesus. And Jesus oh, is no. like, I got to send you back in time. I'm basically God. <laughs> He's like, but I need a lightning bolt. He's like, my powers aren't that strong yet. I can't do it. They stay friends the whole time. All the things happen with Jesus. If you keep track, read your Bibles, you know. <laughs> the very end, Jesus is on the cross. And Marty is like, I gotta go back in time. Jesus is like, I forgot about that part. Hits him with the lightning. Boom! They're back in 1985. Nobody's offended. And it's okay. <laughs> Nobody's offended. <laughs> yeah, Mar- Marty's just like 35 years older. Oh, God. Yeah. And Marty's... And Marty's the, old. The blasphemy <laughs> actually plays into the plot. They're literally struck by literally lightning, struck by lightning in the movie. What's been happening? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be toys. There'll be action figures. Kids will love it. Posters. It'll be the best. Lunchboxes. It'll be it. everywhere. Joseph of Nazareth, his, his figure is just going to be like a dejected dad. <laughs> Uh, like, I'm late again. Sorry. You hit the religious kids. You hit the kids that love the science fictions. It's Everybody amazing. will buy it. There's your there's your pitch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mar- Marticus Matthias. That's his Roman name. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's a darker uh, future here. <laughs> yeah. Kim's like Eddie. You, you okay? You who hurt you? <laughs> Now I'm trying to think of like the the Back to the Future staples. Like, there's got to be like the, some type of skateboard type scene. Like, oh, how yeah. that would play out. He's got a he's a, got like a Gideon Bible that he no he no just no happened to no, have in I the got back it. of he's, the of the DeLorean, Marty. and it's like, oh no, the the pages are fading. <laughs> so, the scroll, <laughs> so the new the New Testament is starting to disappear. It's only Old no, Testament. No. It's all I know what it's all Psalms and Proverbs and Isaiah. I know what Marty uses skateboard for, chariot races. We're doing chariot races. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yep. there it is. Yep. He's a gladiator. Is. So Biff Biff is the bully yep, gladiator, week. and uh, Marty is the, <laughs> the kid. You're the, you're the skids into a pile. Skids into a pile. Yes. Campbell does. Yep. Now, do, Doubting Thomas, you wouldn't want me to turn it in in your handwriting, and I'd get in trouble. Ooh. Now, would you? No, no. Instead of Biff, his bully is Judas. Yeah. Yep. Judas is always out to get yep. him. <laughs> I guess totally Jesus. not offended. They're saving, they're saving the Bible. It's not offensive. That's what I'm saying. They're, they're saving, saving the Bible. It. This yeah. is actually like a good, yeah, they're stopping it from, they're stopping this from not happening. You know Jesus what it is? is? in the garden. Oh, go ahead. Science. It, it, you know what it's kind of like? It, Jesus 
lost his dad, but had hope. And saved <laughs> the day by electrocuting Marty and sending him back to the yeah. future. So the Bible yeah. happened. So did yeah, they so wait? So did, the they, or whatever. did they whatever? back to 1985 and the Jesus is like, listen, I need to go back in three days. Don't ask why. Yeah, I got three, three days, days. I got to go back. Yeah. I'll be back in the future. Oh, yep. 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 And then and then Marty has the letter that Jesus wrote him and it's all yellowed over time. And oh, he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. That would be a magical letter, right? It's yellowed because that's what parchment looked like when it's, it's like literally it's one day old. It's one yeah. day old. It's already yeah, it's yellowed. Not old other than they didn't have bleach. Jesus goes to the Garden of Gethsemane and he's sitting there and and Marty's looking at him off to the side and he turns around. What? What? Stop it! <laughs> Stop staring at me! <laughs> what are you staring at? <laughs> you're you're Jesus Christ. You just replaced yeah, who are you, Marty? He's you just replaced the uh, the Apostle Peter. The first pope with marty mcfly yes. <laughs> in the garden in the, i don't know you i don't know yeah. you three times oh crud now there's now there's a rooster crowing there's all sorts of nonsense yeah. yep do we still have easter or no i'm so confused <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah Hello. yeah <laughs> is this more chocolate now <laughs> what's doc brown about it? doing during all this marty what's that let's talk brown yeah what's he doing this could be the sidebar where Mark uh, Doc Brown, Mark Brown, Doc Doc Brown is doing uh, like the thing he did in Back to the Future Three. He falls in love with some lady. He's like, "I'm staying here." Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Okay. It's right. Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. Yeah. 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 I got an olive olive tree farm. I'm good. Go. <laughs> oh man. Sacrilege killed never anybody. killed anyone. Ah, Christ, Marty. And you know what? Marty drops the JCs a lot in Back to the Future. So I'm just saying, I mean, in this movie, it makes more sense. He's like, yeah, I'm right yeah, here. Yeah, he man. says it. And Jesus hey. like, yeah, okay. What, what, yeah. What, yeah, what do you need? Yep. <laughs> right here. Would he get made fun of? That's our Would pitch. he get made fun of for wearing his vest, though? That'd be so funny if someone did come up and Dork thinks he's yeah. going to drown. Yeah, Dork thinks he's going to drown. What, does he think there's going to be another flood? <laughs> yeah. 40 days does and 40 nights? Do you think you're Noah or something? Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Or his pants, are, his pants are pegged, so they're like, oh, look, he thinks a flood yeah. is coming. <laughs> he's going to start walking yeah. those animals two by two onto yeah. a boat. <laughs> One of them is wearing like 3D glasses, but it's just like it's like, it's like st- <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you make like a tree and get out of Nazareth? Yeah. I love the idea of the Roman Biff. Yes, I like the Roman, Roman Biff. Biff. Yeah. Bifficus Maximus. Yeah. Bifficus Bifficus Maximus. Uh so, so there you go, audience. Which, so, so if they're going to school, group? if she, if he goes to school with him, are they going to the synagogue or something like that, and like having a, they having a dance, oh, yeah, an enchantment under the sea dance? No, they're just flipping, they're flipping uh, money changer tables. Oh, okay. Yep, they were charging money at the dance, and he's <laughs> like, "Hey, Marty, you want to get this one with me?" <laughs> Marty helped him flip over tables. <laughs> like, you yeah. got a bar mitzvah to go to. That's where we're gonna go to. Al, you have to draw a Roman yes. Biff now. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, there you go. That's what, so, that's what you choose to, have to offer. <laughs> what are what are the viewer? What would you put your money behind? <laughs> Which of those? Uh, <laughs> dark dystopian future where our our, uh, our future rests in the hands of Keanu Reeves in any number of movies, or 
uh, be fair, a future generally. where we might not have Christ if Marty doesn't get his act together. <laughs> we're, there you go. We're, we're Marty. Marty McFly saves saves, saves Christmas Christianity. <laughs> it's Christmas. Keep in yeah. mind, these could all be franchises. We're sense. not talking one one Jesus of oh. Nazareth, the Back to the Future. That's a whole new series. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. Ooh, a multiverse, if you will. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're not thinking fourth dimensionally enough, Marty. That's Disney Plus material. <laughs> Those crucifixes won't be there. <laughs> the Na- the Nazareth verse. Uh, it's a franchise juggernaut. <laughs> Yeah. Nazareth. Yeah, the audience is just Sorry, silence. I'm slow. <laughs> the Nazareth. <first>. Nazareth. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I feel like we've stunned them into silence. They can't. I'm, I'm stunned. I feel like GCU yeah. needs to come back. The Garlic Cinematic Universe needs to come back. And we're just going to skip the reviews and just do Just pitches. do the pitch. Just the pitch is the best part, anyways. Yeah. Be- yeah. I agree. Because the best. Yeah. When somebody comes up with a good pitch, that's awesome. But then it's when it starts, like everyone starts uh, dogpiling, and it just like becomes more ridiculous and more ridiculous. That's that's the beauty of the pitches. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling we can get the Christian over the back to the Emmanuel. Back to the Emmanuel. Oh yeah, back See? to the Emmanuel. See, and then we got Marty McFly saves Christmas is the name of the Omog Jazz Fusion record. There you go. <laughs> the Marty McFly. That's to be our song, our opening song. Marty McFly Christmas special. That could be a Hallmark. <laughs> we could do a Hallmark movie there, too. I mean, you could just go crazy with this. I mean, they have a time machine. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I like the funny part about that was when he's like, December 25th, 000. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How does yeah, that work? Yeah. Like, there's not BC. It's not. Yeah. Oh, man. The GCU. I like Eddie's pitch style as a movie, a greedy movie exec. All right. Kids are going to buy this stuff. Right, They're right. going to love it. Parents will take him. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like uh, he was trying to like s- s- sell me this movie pitch in a back alley somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, don't, don't look at the, don't look at the steamy pipes. Look at me. <laughs> oh man. Like a van. A, I got the right. Don't question the rights. I got the right. Que- I got it. I bought it. In a good. van in a dark alley. So half what, of, so what do we call? Movie is all fair use. What did we call this movie? What, what's the title for your back to the future? Uh, Epic. back to the Emmanuel. I don't know. Like I like that one. That back to the Emmanuel. <laughs> Marty of Marty Nazareth. of Nazareth. Um, <laughs> Marty of Nazareth. Marty of Nazareth. Uh, uh, back to the back to the I can't back to the Christian. I don't know. Back to the back to the something. I got to think about that one. Ah, so Matt Matt found a, a glitch in the in the pitch. Travels in time, not space. Hmm. Ooh. It's a good point. That's true. Good That's true. That's true. I cry a foul on. Well, no, because now they oh, have they, they, they have the conversion, so we have they to can go. fly. We have to go with Back to the Future 2's version yeah. of the DeLorean because they can right. fly. Because they, have, right. they, cause they can yeah. fly. I don't know. I think we should go with the number three you know, train or the train. Yeah. You know, you know who's uh, the train? Yeah. You know whose time machine travels through time and space besides Doctor Who? Keanu Reeves's. Oh, right. Does. Back, back does there. indeed. Maybe Bill and Ted and Target Maybe Keanu Reeves has to pick up Marty and Doc from from the Lone Pine Twin Pines Mall before the Libyans get there, or else the nothing. The nothing. Oh man, Did we just do a 
quadruple cross. Yeah, everybody I, wins now. I'm telling you, our 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 never ending our Bill and Ted's never ending story will swallow your franchise. <laughs> <laughs> like Jonah and the whale. Oh. <laughs> there it is. Oh man. Okay. Back to the greatest story ever told. That's oh, a good, good job, be. Matt. There you go. Back to the story. Greatest story. Greatest story ever told. Back to the cross. Yeah. Oh no. I think. I think the real. I think the real winners here are the. <laughs> That's. I think so. Oh man. Keanu is God. Hey. <laughs> Nobody uh, culturally appropriated any uh, Native Americans in our pitches, so we're we're oh, yes. we already got yeah, away. We learned our we learned a lesson that Lisa and Ricardo, and the main, main character, character us. and you, That's us, and you, yeah, yeah us, yeah, nine year old, nine year old us's, we <laughs> giant, yes, yes, the good His chin was out to here, childlike yes, us's, the good childlike us's, he was eating a bag of Doritos <laughs> by care by kerosene light. That close to kerosene? Yeah, yeah. You fool. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we got this one pretty well wrapped up, guys. I think the Hollywood's going to mm-hmm. be calling or Netflix or Hulu. Somebody will be knocking on our door wanting the rights to this. Tubi? Except they already own the <laughs> rights, true. so they're yeah, probably just <laughs> Merchandising. That's where the real money from the movie is made. Merchandising. The, the, the back to the greatest story ever told flamethrower. That's what we need. Mm. There it is. There you, you need your Mr. Faith fusion burning bush problem oh, for yeah. sure. See? <laughs> Ooh. See? Jesse's on top of it. <laughs> I, I, now I'm yeah. picturing like subplots where they've got to like ensure these miracles happen. <laughs> but yeah. it's some like elaborate but, room. Oh, yeah. It's played like a comedy. I set up the I set up the bush and I set up the flames, dude. Wasn't there uh <laughs> Eddie Eddie yep. might know this? Wasn't there a Star dude. Trek episode? Where the Voyager goes back in time and they're like throwing tribbles in the in the old uh, original Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, they were having to make sure that the tribbles went the way it did. They were like forcing the yes. Yeah. It was it so was it could good. be like that. So good. you could have Bill and Ted and and Marty traveling and together, you know, to the burning bush, to Jonah and the whale, making sure everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. They're like, dude, you got to cut off that Roman guy's ear, yeah. bro. <laughs> so Jesus can heal yeah. Good thinking, Ted. Yeah, excellent. You got to turn all cut this water into wine, Bill, so hurry it up. He's <laughs> like pouring <laughs> bottles of wine and he's handed them to him. No way, Doc Brown. Yes way, Ted. <laughs> That's so good. That would be a fun one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he could introduce the disciples. This is Peter the fisherman or you come like bob genghis khan <laughs> bob genghis. Yeah, they're yeah. holding they start bringing back like that's right mr the kid we're gonna need you to be a disciple and he winds up being yeah. judas that's right mr the, that's right mr the christ <laughs> there you go uh, they have jesus's sh- feet on their shoulders as they're, as they're underwater <laughs> like holding yeah. him up <laughs> dude he totally told me to wash his feet that's what i did Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, yeah. Clean feet, yeah. bro. Yeah. We, we are we are <laughs> We're gonna either gain a lot of listeners or lose. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. All in good fun. <laughs> it's all in Napoleon <laughs> yes, is John the Baptist. 
They take John the Baptist to Waterloo. <laughs> John, John the Baptist head on a platter for Herod. I think we stumbled across the best of the possible pitches, which is Bill and Ted and Jesus of Nazareth. It is. It's just like Bill and Ted. Yeah. Like, I don't know how we get home, yeah. dude. Got to make all this happen. <laughs> they don't have quarters here. How are we going to power the booth? We're definitely going to ace religious studies now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they start worshiping the golden calf. Don't, man. Don't, don't do, do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> to have the a devil, poker. dude. Yeah, <laughs> does that. Gets arrested. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, that was fun, guys. I appreciate you guys yeah. coming up with yeah. this idea and doing this together. It was fun. So we'll definitely have to do it again. That was great. So mm-hmm. thanks. Thank you yeah. as well. All those things. Yeah, all those idea. things. Happy eighth anniversary. Yep. Eight years. Thank you. Thank you. Job, Thank you. Eight eight years of congratulations, college. guys. Goodness gracious. Why don't you tell the listeners where they can find you guys and and uh how they can listen to you? Uh also, your viewers are awesome, by the way. I've been enjoying oh. the chat. I mean, we know Maddie D. Yes. Uh, he's a favorite. He's a guy. Or, I mean, I shouldn't say that. He's, he's, we love him. Okay. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> your chat is great. Thank you. Oh, it's fun. They're, they're a good. I'm group. not jealous at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can check us out at uh, growlixpodcast.com, G R A W L I X podcast.com. Uh, we do a live stream every week. At about the same time you guys do it, so you know yeah, we've know. been talking about maybe changing our times for a while, but uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Um. But at, like your guys' show, I, I we also will put the episode up on audio. So if you just want to check out the podcast later, um, you can do that, and uh, you can find us on all the social medias or YouTube or anything. Just throw slash Grolix podcast at the end of the URL, and you'll get there. So awesome, nice, yeah. cool. All right. Well, we gotta sign off and. Really appreciate it. Like you said, coming on the show, and we'll uh, do this again sometime. It was a lot of fun, and we'll uh, pick another book and pick another mashup and do it all over again. We'll go back in time and start all over. <laughs> back in time. Maybe next time it'll be uh, some Ke- uh, Kevin Costner can save the well, universe. Ooh, Ooh, of course, of course. Wait, Waterworld. Oh, all right. Well, yeah, thanks for all everybody in the chat and thanks for everybody listening later. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll sign off. And thanks again, everybody. Take Take care, care. everyone. See you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. It means a lot that you took the time to hear what we have to say. Please go to youchoosepodcast.com for all the different ways you can connect with us and how you can be part of the live event. And until next time, you choose the adventure.